Warning, this series contains strong themes of memory manipulation, damage, theft, and loss. Please review the show notes for further content warnings. That fatigue makes cowards of us all. And for young heroes like Soul, Titan, White Knight, and Muse, the strains of a hero's life sometimes are simply too much to bear. And for one of our heroes this week, it's enough to call it quits. Who will be the hero who hangs up their cape? Find out this week in Masks Vigor Rising Issue 8. An exploitation, an exit, and an exhibit. Presented by Delinquent Comics. So this issue opens with the scenes we saw of White Knight going to great lengths to clean up his own blood. Except for this time kind of in between the panels of him cleaning, we see little flashes, flashes of memories. Memories of his own childhood. What do we see in these flashbacks in between the panels as as White Knight is cleaning up the blood and we flash, and he's flashing back to some of his earliest memories. We get a panel of White Knight's blood on the floor, and the mop and bleach swishing back and forth over it, almost in a hypnotic pattern. And just getting a tighter and tighter zoom in into that deep red just pool. And then we get a zoom out, almost like a first-person look of, once more, a dripping pool of blood on the floor. We then get... It's almost as if the camera turns on us, and we get a look at a very young white knight's face, his nose gushing blood. The next panel zooms out even more and you see this eight-year-old kid is on the floor a hand holding the back of his head the next panel shows his hands are cuffed behind his back Mm. and a blue uniformed knee between his shoulders Mm. we then get another panel that's across the room where we see Black Knight fully unconscious, just a woman who has been completely defeated. And after that, we flash forward. We see this young boy once again, but this time his face is cleaner. There's no blood on it, but there are very, very dark circles under his eyes, as if he hasn't slept in days. And then we get a full-page panel of this boy in very tight, white clothing, almost like a lycra bodysuit. His hands are held apart with a bar, so they can't even clasp, they can't even come close to touching each other. Mm. And he is in a large, large white room. Not even a white room. A bright room. A room that, on all four sides, six sides actually, because the ceiling and floor as well, are just completely illuminated. Just the brightest possible floodlights from every possible inch 
of surface. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then we see that one of these walls is you can actually see through it into the room. And we see several agents looking in. And then of these figures standing here, of which there are four, we recognize two of them. One, a younger Agent Jack Silver, and the other, the one and only hero, flaming beacon of the city, Burnout. We turn the page and we see Leo in his hospital bed. And across the room, we see his sister, bright and glowing, lighting up the room. And Leo is not glowing. Leo is not showing any signs of powers at this point. And there's just the two of them for the first time in a very long time uh, together in this hospital room. Uh, Soul, you notice Leo waking up in his bed. Like, uh, if you feel like you've been here <laughs> in this exact moment before, because right. you basically have. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, I do want to say before the scene starts that yeah. Soul is wearing sunglasses. Um, okay. For no reason. I just think. <laughs> okay. I just think it fits the the mood. Sure, um, sure, yeah. Dramatic sunglasses. I yes, guess. it's very dramatic. And very she's going to continue with this dramatic theme. And she's just going to say, Oh my God, Leo, I can't believe it. You have been in a coma for six months. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay, he goes, uh, Oh my God. He look. His eyes go wide. There's like a close-up shot of his shocked face as he a hundred percent believes it, a hundred percent buys it, and he's like, "I lost six months. It was it was horrible. They said you were never gonna wake up, and I was the one. I was like, we're not pulling the plug, and it was like, oh my gosh." So you like, would not like, believe what happened. There's like cuts back and forth between like you saying, like Soul saying that, and like and like Leo's face, and it's like him being shocked and totally believing it, to like him like being more skeptical, to like her saying like we almost pulled the plug, and him looking angry because he realizes that you're like <laughs> messing with him. And then it's like him throwing his pillow across the room at her, and he's just like you asshole, you think everything is just a joke. God damn it. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. I, what was I supposed to do? Not do that? That was, it was genius. Like, fully thought of that, like, when I was flying over here. And it was like, I, I gotta do it, you know? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're so mean. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. First you disappear forever. <laughs> And then you come back and you take my powers away. Oh, okay. Let's. Okay. You know, I was going to try to start this out in a very, very fun way. You know, some, some. Oh yeah. Brother, real fun. Ribbing. Okay. Uh-huh, real classic. I wasn't going to let you believe it for ribbing. A, forever. Uh-huh. I was just, I was, I'm Okay. I'm sorry. I realized that maybe now wasn't the right time to try to play an elaborate prank on you. And okay, apology number one. Keep them coming. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> okay. He like crosses his arms and looks at you and, like, and says, "All right, let's hear him." Okay. Uh, All the apologies. Come on. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I guess yes. I'm sorry for disappearing for six months, but just know it was not. He like pulls another pillow out that you didn't even know he had and he throws it <laughs> at you again. And he's like, yeah, you better be leaving here for six months. What, what are you thinking? Well, it wasn't my... Uh, do you think I wanted to be gone for six months? I don't know. No, of course I didn't. It wasn't my fault. I just woke up one day and I wasn't here. Weird. 
It was really weird, man. That's real weird. That's really weird. It was where six even, where, where, months. Where even, were you, where even were you? I was in Party City. Where even is that? I, it's on the back of like, you know, it's not a turtle, but you know one of those thingies? It's like it, they, they have the little smiley faces and they're underwater fish, but they like- I do. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. It was on I the back of one there. of those. No, you Why don't. Why didn't I get to go there? You don't want to go to Party City. I it's, do. That's all I've wanted this whole time was to go to Party City. No, because I, I had to fight like the Spirit Halloween gang. It was like- a whole thing. It, I want to fight the spirit of Halloween gang. Okay, but I. It was six months where I didn't know if I was ever going to see anyone again, anyone that I cared about. I didn't know if I was ever going to be in the same place, in the same universe as you, which would suck because we've kind of been in the same universe forever. I know, and I feel really guilty because as soon as you were gone, I got your powers, and it was I, amazing. We need to talk about that. First of all, who came up with Eclipse? Who came up with that name? Oh, that's... Who do you think? Yeah, okay, great. So we're we're not going to keep it, right? Who do you think handles my brain? But, like, the news has been calling me that for months. Oh, my God. You're going to have to talk to him. Oh, I can't God. talk to him. Every time I'm like, I don't know if that's a great name, he just starts talking about tech. You he do just know. starts talking about the Ratriot gun again. Yeah, I try to say, okay. every now and then I try to bring it up and I say, so maybe we should talk about the, it's Ratriot gun every time. Yeah, that sounds right. Unless uh, he's talking about burnout, which is seriously a lot. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. I mean. It's like burnout says this and burnout says that. <laughs> and we shouldn't do this because burnout says we shouldn't do that. And like, I just don't care. I feel so attacked right now. I'm not... Listen, of course we made the right decision back there, but, like, we could have saved ourselves a lot of burnout talk if we had just not Mm. gone backwards in time. Again, not regretting it, just making an observation. Oh, my God, we went back in time. That was amazing. Yeah, I... How did we do that? Have you ever done that? Is that... No, no. That's that's not a you thing. I barely even flew. I barely oh. even flew. I flew like maybe one time. Oh, that's so cool, though. Hey, what now the? Wait, wait, fun. where did you? Wait, they, so they were my powers that you. Well, they seem like it. I mean, it's not like I took them from you, but suddenly you were gone. And I was like you. I could glow and I could blast things. I could like fly. Well, I only did that the one time. But I was trying for a long time. I got really close, like, a bunch of times. I could, like, jump really high and kind of sail a little bit and glow really brightly. Right. That's okay. I don't – I don't know why. I mean, do you think that you could – you still have them? I don't know. Why don't you turn yours off and see if mine come on? Okay. Well, that doesn't. That's. Let's not do no, that now. Like, 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 let me have a turn. Well, you know, like, you turn yours off real quick. I don't exactly. I've, I've never turned myself off. I don't really know how to do that. It's not like, you know, it's not a light switch. But you could try. I, I, you know, I could try. Um, but. It, you know, you're you're kind of you're you're not doing great. You know, you're back in a hospital bed. I'm just I, I think just for now, for safety reasons, I think I'm going to keep them. And then we'll like once you're like clear to go, then we'll like try it out. You like OK, so I feel like we get a shot of like Leo looking kind of sad, hanging his head down. He kind of shakes his head. We just see him say. My time being eclipsed is over now that you're back, isn't it? Again, with the name. Like, you know, the like an eclipse blocks out the sun, right? Why would he why would he name you Eclipse? It's been bothering me. I'm sorry. Okay. I no, I don't think so. I think that you can. I think we can work out something, right? I mean, you still had them when I came. We had, there was a moment where we both had them. 
when we turn back time, uh, like the song, you know. The song? If I could turn back time, that song, you know. (laughs) 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 He's like, we get a shot of Leo nodding, and he's like, yeah, like the song. We could make this work somehow. The two of us. Yeah, we did it before. Yeah. I mean, like, that's... Like super twins. Su- super tw- That's awesome. Super twins. Yeah, just like super twins. Like the song. Just like the song. A fucking turn back, back time. time. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> like nodding. No, it's, it's great. It's... Yes. All right. I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to do it. Fantastic. Awesome. All right. I feel like that's a good spot to, to cut from the hospital. Um, it plays out and that, that song is just yes. fading out in the distance. I feel like we get a different hospital room. It, but it's a vanguard this time. But that song is definitely playing there. Like you, you're gonna see, like like there's like burnout. Burnout's like quietly singing to himself, like if I could turn back time. And uh, and and Ryan is uh, in the hospital bed, uh, and we see a figure kind of darken the door frame of the, his room at Vanguard, and it is Ryan's mother who has come to pick him up from the hospital. And so you just see her there in the doorframe, looking very disappointed at you and burnout. In the first panel, of, after seeing that, it's the most defeated look on his face and regret. And she just says, like, and what do the two of you have to say for yourselves? Hmm? Burnout just hangs his head and doesn't say anything. I want to go home. Hmm? I just want to go home. That's all you have to say for yourself. You just want to go home. To see your poor father. How do you think your poor father is going to feel to see you? What are we supposed to tell him? Hmm? What are we going to tell that poor man? You had an accident again? No. Hmm? No. And she looks at Burnout and she's like, and what do you think, what do you want me to tell him? What should I say this time? What excuse did you cook up this time? And Burnout's just like, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know. I didn't have anything to do with this. I didn't even really understand what happened. What what does Ryan do? Ryan is struggling to get up. Oh, he's trying to stand? Yeah. Like, he he is really struggling. What does that look like? You know how you feel after a really good workout where you just can't move anything? I do. So, it's basically like he's trying to push himself up out of the bed and, like, starts getting top-heavy and starts to fall out of the bed onto the floor. Do you think that burnout or your mom catches you? Burnout would probably make a move. But his mom would catch him. Okay, so we see like burnout go to like kind of flinch, going to like be the one to grab him. But it's actually then what we see in the panel is instead of burnout there to catch him, it is Brian's mom. Honey, what, what are you thinking? I'm thinking I'm tired. I'm thinking I want to go home. Well, let's get you home. And she like looks back over her shoulder. And glares at burnout. <laughs> She's like leading Ryan out of the room. And so I feel like we see like shots of them leaving the hospital, her helping him into the car. And then the two of you are like driving home. Um, and she says, honey, I know you don't want to hear this, but I think it's time that we have the conversation. 
I agree. I think it's time that we talk about you hanging up your super mantle for good. Yeah. I think your Titan days are over. You are going to kill yourself. You are not one of these superpowered superheroes. You're not soul. You're not muse. You're not singularity. Hell, you're not even the brass bison or the bronze bovine or whatever the hell they're calling him these days. I thought for it. I just wanted to make you and dad proud. You don't need to do any of this fancy superhero stuff to make us proud because we've always known who you are. And that's Ryan. You're just Ryan. And that's all you ever were. And that's all you need to be. She's trying to uh, shift her labels. Um, She's trying to get you to see yourself as she does, which Mm -hmm. is that Ryan is more important than Titan. Mm -hmm. Um, You could try to reject that shifting um, and reject her influence. It's up to you. Or you can accept it. She's trying to shift your labels um, plus mundane uh, minus freak. I will accept that. You're going to accept it? Yep. Okay. Go ahead and shift your labels. Oh, sorry. What does he say? I probably just need to be myself. Be the person behind the mask. After Ryan says he just needs to be the person behind the mask, I feel like there's like just like some silence in the car. And there's just like a shot, like there's just like a panel of the two of them driving with like no talking. Mm -hmm. And then she extends her hand. She like pulls something out of her pocket and like she's like in the driver's seat. You know, he's in the passenger seat and she you see her like reach over to hand him something with her hand open. And she says, uh, by the way, I don't know what this is, but I found it underneath your bed. Hello, Super Team. I'm Ben Wallace, Game Master and your Secret Santa. Shh, don't tell anyone. Surprise, I lied to you last time, and I said in the last mid-roll of our last episode that it was our last episode before Christmas, um, before our Christmas special. Well, guess what? I lied to you. Um, I was wrong because we had another episode recorded and I completely forgot about it. So, you know, here it is. You're listening to it. My memory of this episode was really, really bad. Uh, this is Vaporizing Issue 8. Uh, and uh, hey, listen, you're already listening to it right now, aren't you? Look at that. Weird how that works. Uh, anyway, as I said, I, Ben, am your secret Santa. And so this year I got you one Delinquent Comics Holiday Special. That's right, featuring special guest GM, my friend, Jeff Stormer. Jeff is going to run some very special new characters, maybe one old one, I don't know, we'll see, through an exciting holiday laugh fest that you won't want to miss. Seriously, the concept uh, is hilarious for this holiday special, and uh, it's amazing, uh, and you're going to love it. I am actually positive about that, honestly. So make sure you check it out. If you're listening to this, you probably already are going to check it out, which we appreciate. Thank you for listening. And uh, tell people about the holiday special. It's going to be great. If you want to get us a holiday gift this year, the best gift you could possibly give us is a review of our show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We will certainly read and take into consideration your feedback, your review, whatever you say there. We hope you'll leave us five stars, but we would love to hear from you. We really, really would. It would mean... The world from us to hear from you would be an incredible holiday gift for us. It would mean the world to me personally. So, oh, another way you can support our show is by going to patreon.com slash allportsopen. We want to uh, apologize to our Patreon backers for being a little off track with timing right now. Uh, uh, This time of year has gotten a little crazy for us. We've been very close. Um, We're trying to get back on track. Also, the month of December, which we are in, is Superlatives Month on Twitter, which is a Masks Actual Play award show of sorts, where you vote for your favorite Masks AP characters on the Superlatives Twitter account. That's S-U-P-E-R-L-A-T-I-V-E-S. Superlatives. I don't know at this... uh, Is that actually... 
the correct Twitter handle. You know, you can find it by, I would search for superlatives, but uh, let me see. It's actually at underscore superlatives underscore. Good thing I checked that mid recording because I'm a professional. What was I saying? I don't know at what point we will be right now in uh, the superlatives. Um, that's my dog. And I don't, Jingle Bells, that's a reindeer in the background that you heard. Look at that, Santa's here. Oh, ho, 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 you should vote for delinquent comics characters in the superlatives. Ho, ho, ho. I don't know if we're actually nominated for anything in it, to be honest with you, for delinquent comics. And by the time this comes out, we'll be like midway through them. But so I have no idea what's left because I didn't like review the schedule yet for that. So it might be meaningless at this point for the superlatives but regardless of delinquent comics or us you should check out the superlatives and you should just go ahead and vote for Junie from Otherware every opportunity you get that's my personal approach this year so anyway don't forget to listen to Ashton's audio scripted comedy Friday Night Fights spelled with a K that's Friday Night Fights wherever you listen to podcasts okay that's that's all I have uh, happy holidays to all of you happy month of December if you don't celebrate anything this month what uh happy december happy life happy new year to all of you uh and okay let's get back to our heroes uh our super team here in vega rising issue eight i hope you enjoy it so much oh i miss you all goodbye love you goodbye by the way i don't know what this is but i found it underneath your bed What is she holding out? It is a USB drive. And there's like a close-up shot and it says Vega on it. There's a slightly puzzled look in the next panel on Ryan's face as he's trying to think of where he could have gotten it. And Mm -hmm. then he's going to ask his mom where she found it. Oh, I don't know. It was underneath your bed. I assumed it was one of your things. I don't know. It might have been. It might be a. It might be homework from one of my community classes. We turn the page and we see like a TV screen, and we see holding a microphone. None other than Halcyon City News 3's own reporter, Kara Bredson, on site. And we hear her saying, we see like in the panel, we see her saying, uh, and once again, another memory incident here at the Halcyon City's own 51st Street organic, fair trade, vegan, free range uh, local market sponsored by Screen Cuisine. For full disclosure, we should say that Screen Cuisine is a corporate affiliate of News Channel 3. We had yet again a Mr. Mayhem sighting, this time thwarted by none other than Halcyon's own singularity. And then while she's talking, like it cuts away from her, and you see um, like shots of singularity, like helping people, rescuing people. Um, and then it cuts back to her, and she says, uh, but there was drama on the scene, as, yes, none other than Soul, who appears to be back in Halcyon City, showed up just after Mr. Mayhem was gone. And then there's like a shot of uh, like like basically a still shot that they got of like um, Soul and uh, and Singularity like practically nose to nose in their argument, like he did in their argument. Uh and then it cuts back to Kara Bredson, who says, um, Where did Mr. Mayhem go? No one knows. Stay tuned for stories on the ground from those who have lost their memories. All right, so we turn the page and um, we see an art exhibit that's being held featuring um, Orihime's uh, photography. 
uh, at the, didn't we say it's like, <laughs> didn't we say that Orihime goes to like, uh, Halcyon. Yeah. It's Halcyon city community college. Yeah. It's community college. Which makes yep. a lot of sense. HC cubed. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, can you tell us like what it looks like? What does the campus look like? And, uh, and like what the art gallery is like? I think what happens is that you, you see the cut from like the TV, right. In a similar way that our first opening scene was where we see this uh, face kind of twisted in terror. That's kind of caught uh, by the TV screen after the mayhem uh, uh, attack. And it, it, pulls back and ends a similar one in a twisted kind of crying out and it's these uh photos and you're seeing a kind of a dumpy like gym essentially that's been converted to um you know uh h you know c c c uh student art uh, extravaganza or something very cheesy and it's you know, converted gym and it's trying to made to be look, look nice, but it's, it's not really. Um, and there's a couple different exhibits around. There's a couple oil paintings and, um, you know, there's a sculpture that someone made like out of duct tape or something. Um, and then there's like, uh, muses, uh, photos, um, uh, that we've, some we've seen before of, um, it's like, people experiencing mental illness in different forms. Um, and I think we see maybe some of the team even come in uh, to this uh, exhibit. Yeah. So I feel like, uh, you know, this was something that's been planned for, for a while. Like it's, they- I imagine Ryan's like on like, on um, like FaceTime or something because he's oh. so broken. <laughs> yeah, because it depends on how how long after this event is is this. I was thinking like maybe a maybe no more than a couple of days. Yeah, so I just imagine him like being like carried uh, or around. Or he's in a wheelchair. It's yeah, up to I, you guys. I'd probably be in a wheelchair because I would have done anything to be, at least be there. Okay. Okay. So you're there like being pushed. You like come in and you're being pushed by one of the. Okay, it's it's by it has to be by uh, like probably Leo right at this point. Right. Uh, well, I was thinking that like uh, you know this has been planned for. Well, I guess as far as like Lyra is concerned, like I guess Leo planned to go and was like bringing because Lyra's not been back for more than like forty eight hours, so. She didn't know about this art exhibit, <laughs> but like she's been told you're coming to this art exhibit. Uh, and, uh, but for like everybody else, like you knew about this, this is like a plan, like Augustus and, um, and Ryan and like Leo were all planning to go to this art exhibit. So like, even though all this crazy stuff happened in the last, like, you know, 72 hours, like, you know, like this was like a planned thing that you're like going to go to. So the three of you, like four of you really show up. Uh, to the art exhibit and I'm curious like what everyone wears like what do we see <laughs> each person like wearing like to show up at this community college art exhibit wait wait I I can go first yes <laughs> okay 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 bear with me here combat boots mm-hmm. black jeans uh-huh a black shirt with a white knight chess piece on it uh-huh a leather jacket. Uh-huh. Shocker. And a clip-on bow tie. Yes. Uh-huh. Yep, there it is. And there he is. is eating what? Currently. Yes, currently. He has in his hand this kind of red and white looking like sphere thing. Oh, no. The ingredients of this, because it is it is basically a red ball shape with three white lines wrapped horizontally around it. The white lines are halloumi cheese. The red sphere, the red is a shell of of a white chocolate ganache that has been dyed red. And inside of this, the core of this is a century egg. What? So when you take a bite into it, <laughs> you have the white line of cheese 
a red ganache shell then the black edges of a century egg and then the yellow center <laughs> okay I not mentally prepare for this I'm so tired <laughs> every what day is- I wake up uh-huh that's it that's it <laughs> The end. What is what is uh, Lyra look like? She is ridiculously overdressed. Like yeah, she I figured, yeah. she heard art show and assumed that this was like a. Really, she pictured like really, downtown yeah, Manhattan. Exactly. Like, yes. Yeah, is, okay. Like an art fancy gala. exhibit. Yep. Uh, and it is. She's like it's like a full ball gown. Okay. Is this like the same ball full gown red carpet the- ball gown. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Well, were you asking the same carpet for the same is it, one? Is it the what? same ball gown from the burnout ceremony? Absolutely not. Do you think she repeats outfits like that? No. What kind of question is that? That's such a dumb question. Who <laughs> asks a question like that? Someone who doesn't have a large jeez. wardrobe. Ah, oh, jeez. Uh, well, uh, well, I think. Okay, so what is Ryan wearing? He's wearing some nicely uh, pressed jeans. Yep, jeans. Knew it. A Knew it. Shirt. Yep. Mm hmm. And he has like a little small gift. Oh, like wrapped. Yeah. Oh, it's so sweet. Okay. And what does Leo wear to something like this? I don't even know. <laughs> the exact same thing. What does Leo wear to his crushes art exhibit? Yes, that's right. Oh my God. Is he wearing like, like a full on like t- uh, coat and tails? I feel like soul tried to get him to dress really fancy. So I feel like he's in like, really nice like black slacks and he like uh quote unquote forgot like the suit jacket in the car yeah. um and so he just kind of has like a white shirt on like a white button up okay so muse just sees like the four of them like roll and literally roll in ryan's case because he's in a wheelchair but like roll up to the art exhibit what does she do when she sees her friends arrive? And Muse, who yes. is dressed yes. in... Yes. <laughs> who's dressed in actually a, a pretty nice uh, dress herself. I think she's trying mm. to look um, as pretty as possible. She knows mm. that Soul's going to be here. Um, so okay. she's really trying hard to look very good. Uh, I think like- she's got a long... Yeah, but not as good, not as special as, as Soul is... Yeah, I was going to say, but, like, she's, like, actually in a sundress. Yeah. Like, it's not actually appropriate. Kinda, I guess. Um, I think that she wouldn't make, like, a faux pas, but I think that she wasn't... She doesn't have uh, enough sense to know what would look... Make her look the best. Um, I think. In this situation. So, yeah, maybe she does have, like, a sundress on that she thinks looks good. But isn't necessarily art gallery material. And uh, I think she is really embarrassed to see that everyone is here. <laughs> um, she thought maybe like just soul would come or something in her mind, mm, but wow, it was everybody. <laughs> and yeah, like, it's everybody together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think she's like kind of a little embarrassed of her art. I think is mostly why, um, Okay, and, what does that look like when she's, like, embarrassed of her art? Like, what does she do? Uh, I think she comes up, and she's just like, oh, Hey, guys, wow, you you, you all came, and well, Eclipse, you look very different without your costume on. Oh, he <laughs> he's, like... I feel like there's a there's like a fr- a moment where his face is frozen, his jaws kind of half dropped because you're talking to him first, and like he like and you like notice, and he's like, oh, like different in a good way. I can go get it. Yeah, <laughs> and like, how did you how did you find out? Did 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 so? Did you did you? Tell I told her about this. I told her she I she didn't even know she's been in Party City for six months. I told her this has been on my calendar since I heard about it. Yeah, I guess you guys all heard about it while we were practicing and doing our just, team exercises. Just humor him. He still doesn't believe he was in a coma for six months. He 
like oh, slaps you upside uh, the back of the head. Wink. Oh, oh my stop. God. I'm going to tell mom. She'd think oh you guys God. were like related or something. Anyway, uh, <laughs> guys, like, there's so many other good artists that are around. You should definitely check out some of the other other people too. It's a lot of really good people in in our class. In my class. Yeah, I think I have I think Charlie's in one of my math classes. She said she had an exhibit in here too. <sighs> yeah, yeah. She did a lot of mixed media stuff that's just really interesting. Um I don't know if I get it, but it's interesting. <laughs> Oh, here, here. And then Ryan will lift up this little wrap <laughs> oh, box. For me? Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh my I, gosh, Titan. I, I, Ryan. Oh, right. Ryan. I've been I've been working on this for a while, but if it doesn't if it's not what you if it doesn't work, you can just keep the lens. I think she like uh, squeals a little bit and like rips it open as fast as possible, like in so really big anticipation. Inside, um, on top is a, a a vintage lens for your camera, for like your main camera that you usually go through and take your photos with and things like right. that. Not the little small slim one. Okay. Um, and this one's like a far a far focus lens or what? Um, it's one of the lenses that you telephoto. don't have. Like a, a different telephoto lens or something. Yes. Okay. And then underneath that is a a very rugged looking camera that's kind of like in a GoPro size. Aww. But it's a it's like a, a heavy duty camera that Muse could have on her and like you can use this when doing the the hero thing. Okay. So I think that uh Muse definitely really uh loves that. I think she squeals a little bit and uh, says, oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, this is perfect. And then, like, hugs you. Um, mm-hmm. Probably way too hard to be in double <laughs> slings. Double, <laughs> double slings and someone who has strength as a, <laughs> as a superpower. Oh, Wait, hold on. Oh, that's another rib. <laughs> There's like a pop sound. That's another rib. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Oh, I love it, but I love it. I love it. I'm glad. I love it. And then, um, does anyone else want to do anything before I grab Uh, hold of the scene? uh, White Knight offers an egg. (laughs) (laughs) He offers you a century egg dipped in red ganache and halloumi cheese. No, I think she totally misses that completely and just is like enraptured in this new lens and this camera and she's like already like trying to like figure out how the other camera works and stuff. Aw, poor White Knight. His egg is is totally rejected. Um, Soul leans over. He just eats it himself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Soul leans over to Leo and she just whispers, Why didn't you get a present? I didn't know I was supposed to get a present. Oh Oh my god. I was going to put my name on your present. That's what. You knew we were supposed to get a present? No, I just. uh, Right now, I assumed that if you. If Titan got a present, then I assumed you would get get her a present. And then I was just going to always want to get her on it. I only want to give her presents all the time. I didn't know it was supposed. Oh. I didn't know it was appropriate. I thought it was going to be weird if I did that. Okay, calm down. White Knight goes over to the two of them who are arguing. The egg held in his mouth. Uh-huh. He puts one hand on uh, Leo's shoulder. The other hand. I'm assuming Soul has a purse on her, correct? Um. <laughs> everything is in her bra. The other hand on Soul's shoulder. <laughs> yeah, what do you want to do with that one? Okay. <laughs> Leo disappears into his shadow. Oh my Soul's God. bra is suddenly lighter, about the weight of a credit card. Excuse me. <laughs> and Leo. <laughs> look, look, inside a bra is nothing but darkness. <laughs> Yeah, Whoa. I would disagree. <laughs> I think there's something else in there. 
I so you sent Leo shopping is what's happening right now. Yes, Leo finds himself inside a store with Soul's credit card. That's amazing. <laughs> I just instinctively slap White Knight. <laughs> I love that you know the exact feeling of when your credit card disappears from your bra. Of course like I do. Like the exact fucking feeling of what that feels like. So the question is, what does Leo buy for, for Muse? at the store real quick. See, the question is, is he trying to top what Ryan got? Oh yeah. He comes back with like a like a, a like a like a ten foot teddy bear. <laughs> like a gigantic like <laughs> oh like my God. you know what I mean? Like eight to ten foot teddy bear like a gigantic bear with a bow tie. Wait they just bams his back and he's got like like boom Leo's there with a gigantic like huge gigantic teddy bear. And a dumb shit-eating grin on his face. Oh my god, did you go to a fair? No, I don't know what store it was. I just oh. appeared there. But what store had- did you send him to? Alright, I think in between this scene, <laughs> White, White Knight just we shrugs. see behind him, in the background, right? we see a, a, a girl we haven't seen before okay. uh, with like kind of short, crop, blonde hair mm-hmm. um, go up to uh, a uh, corkboard where the bunch yeah. of announcements are uh, uh, and advertisements are posted all over, like a student uh, section. And there's a an advertisement, and it says, Worries, anxiety, troubles, powers you wish you didn't have. Tabla Rasa can, can take it away. And it's like Tabla Rasa and then just like a... Uh, it's like those those um strips that are cut at the end of a thing for people to like take right yeah and it just says like tabla rasa and there's like a a phone yeah. number yeah 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 and we see this blonde girl uh take one of those okay and and she's like calling the number like in the background okay. uh, of all this scene happening of this craziness right. with with you know everything and leo's Trying coming back bear. with the, with teddy yeah. bear mm-hmm. and we also see like uh Muse like step away for a second and answer okay. uh, her phone. Okay. Um, and then um, we can come back to the scene with uh, with Leah with this big teddy bear. So she goes and she answers the phone. She comes back and there's a gigantic teddy bear. And does does Leo like do anything now since he has a big teddy bear? He has like a shit eating grin on his face and he's just staring at Muse, like looking at the bear, looking at her, like. With it, with a, like just a big shitting grin on his face, like, look how good I did. Uh, and so Muse like gets off of her phone and she goes, "Oh my gosh, guys, I, I totally forgot. I have this other thing that I have to get to. I'm so sorry. Hey, <laughs> oh my god, little <laughs> teddy bear. Like, he looks like. Hey right, guys, gotta run. And then just oh, zoom. Oh my god." It's like, it's like while she's saying that, it's like cutting back and forth between like her face in the panels and his face, and it's like her face saying that, and it's like his face like what, and then it's like his face like, are you fucking kidding me? And it's his face like totally dejected, and then she's gone, and it's just like single tear, like his uh, like single tear. So after Muse has ran off. There's a panel of just Leo falling back into the teddy bear, sitting there, dejected. And then Uh slowly people are kind of circling around in it, thinking it's another exhibit. Oh my god. I I think it's an exhibit. I kneel down next to him and I just Uh pat his back and I'm just like, at least, you know, you still got the teddy bear. And that's, I mean, that's nice. I am making you pay me back for it, though. <laughs> I feel like Leo, I feel like this might be the moment Leo realizes. Maybe Muse is not interested in me. <laughs> anyway, where does Muse go when she disappears? I think we cut to a... Yeah. Uh, 
dark alley. Um, it's a fire escape going up to a flat roof. Um, Muse is now in completely black clothes, black hood, um, even a mask that goes up just below her eyes, um, covering up everything. So just basically her eyes are showing, um, everything, uh, is covered all skin in a, a black kind of outfit. Um, and we see her, um, from the front and then we turn the camera around and we see her from behind and we see uh, the blonde girl that had the the advertisement and we see her come up to Muse she says Tabla Rasa? and Muse turns around and nods her head once and she brings her hand up and just does a motion for her to come closer she says what am I taking from you and the girl starts to cry and she holds up her hands open palm to the sky and she says I can't touch anyone I hurt them muse you can almost see even in her eyes um, even like a maybe like a bit of a gulp uh, that is written out by her throat yeah but she stops for kind of a, a quick second and uh she motions for her to come in closer and she uh takes her hands and uh puts them beside the this woman's like kind of chin and her like kind of cups her head in her hands and we get a series of panels that are in quick succession of that are memories of this this girl and she's like doing a comforting gesture to like her friend uh, maybe like at a funeral or something and we see like um, like her friend's arm essentially like uh, wither and wither back almost like a plant that's like being like dying or being choked out Mm. and we see it happen in other situations like on a date with Mm. someone and and it happens in Mm -hmm. the same way we see um, it happening even with I think herself at one mm. point too where she has like withered away uh, a, a portion of her body maybe like her her foot or her um, like a toe or something like that uh, um, and she says after we pop out of these frames she says I'm so tired of hurting people just I want it gone and um, Muse says back to her she says I can make you clean again Mm. you can have a clean slate Mm. and she takes away all of her these memories that she has and even from knowing what she knows from Mr. Mayhem Mm-hmm. She even now has the ability to take away the memory of how to use those powers. Wow. And she also takes away the memory of what's happening right now. And you can see her taking away um, the memory mm-hmm. of her even taking that advertisement. And we mm-hmm. see that by her kind of disappearing from that frame that we saw her before. Mm-hmm with the other superheroes and we see her being removed from all of these things and uh, the next frame uh, she looks up and uh, Tabla Rasa Muse is no longer in front of her and Muse is uh, again walking away down an alley mm. so we just see like this shot of Muse walking down the alley and this person alone freed from the burden of the memory and the power that she had no longer able to use her superpowers wow wow um i do want to add 
Yes. After directly after that scene, I think uh-huh. it cuts back to the art gallery, and it uh-huh. just is a quick panel of Soul grabbing an advertisement for that. Oh wow! So it's just like the hand, like Soul's hand, like a glowing hand reaching out and pulling one of the tabs down and yes. tearing it off. Oh shit! Oh my god! <laughs> oh <laughs> so shit! <laughs> We see a panel also of chives, actually, yes. and of Professor Turmeric, and they're like looking at like they're like in a room where there's like a bunch of different screens, and they see like all over Halcyon City, and they see all over all over the community college, and they like like see the like art exhibit as it's happening, and they see like they see like the person who tore the the like ad off, and they see like. Uh, Muse, they see 100% Muse do the thing that Muse did and we just see Professor Turmeric say like it's time that we intervene Okay, so a few days pass everyone gets a text on their phone from Ryan I have new information we need to talk meet me at the cave now. Cue all playing Zine as our podcast year comes to a close. Yet our story continues on. Join us in 2022 for new episodes of our current arc. But before that, we hope that you will consider adding us to your holiday tradition as we once again turn the reins over to one of the biggest influencers in the TTRPG actual play podcast community as the host of Party of One and co-host of All My Fantasy Children slides down the chimney with eggnog in hand to take us all on a holiday mission for the ages. In our next extra special episode, Delinquent Comics presents the first annual Villains Holiday Takeover with 2021 guest GM Jeff Stormer. Happy holidays, everyone. So, this seems like a pretty good place for us to do an end of session, which we have not done in a while. An end of session? What's that? Yeah. (laughs) So, but I want to keep playing. Yeah, well, you can, but (laughs) in the next session. Uh, Okay, so everyone can choose to grow closer to the team, grow into your own image of yourself, or grow away from the team. So it's up to you guys. Well, Ben, I would like to start off since we just had that wonderful scene. We did. And I would like to grow into the own image of myself. Okay, explain how you see yourself and why. Shift one label up and one label down. I will. I think that Muse is seeing herself as less dangerous of a person. Mm. Uh, I think that she doesn't see herself as more of a loose cannon. Before, I think she's having a lot more downloaded knowledge how to do mm. and use her powers. So I believe that oh, yeah. danger is yeah. going to shift down. But uh, the other label that I think that I'm going to move up is superior. I mm. think that the mm-hmm. counter to that is that Muse mm-hmm. is seeing that her powers kind of make her a little bit more on a different level. Yep. To makes the point sense. where she can manipulate reality. Yep. Makes sense her own and someone else's. So I think that she's uh, starting to feel a lot more superior to others who do not have powers or have lesser powers in her mind. I love that. Love that. Love that. So danger will be going down to plus two superior going from minus two to minus one. Awesome. Perfect. All right. Who's next? Um, I think Soul is going to grow closer to the team. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I mean, honestly, it feels like everyone kind of 
made her feel welcome. <laughs> okay. Uh, awesome. It was, yeah, it was, I mean, like coming back and like finally getting to talk to her brother, even though, mm-hmm. like it was, he was very much uh, not making her feel welcome in the beginning, but I feel like it was in like a sibling way. Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> that was, yeah. So mm-hmm. I think I am going to. In that case, everyone who everyone gains influence over soul. Yeah. So if you do not have influence over soul, gain influence over soul right now. Okay. And uh, soul gets to clear a condition or mark potential. Ooh, I'm gonna clear a condition. Um, Which I'm one? Do insecure. Okay. Perfect. All right, who's next? White Knight is going to grow away from the team. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Seems fitting. Yeah, like, not only did he basically wake up injured and alone. Yeah. Yeah. Not entirely alone. Leo was No, there, but, but, like... Yeah, no, I saw that coming. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then Muse just, like, completely ignored his offer of an egg. (laughs) That that was the straw that that camel's back. Yep, that was it. That was the kicker. That's his villain origin story. Oh, Oh, (laughs) what a mistake. The egg! That specifically. So so We get get a text. This action will be remembered. So, so like, shadow just comes the, over his face. There, there's, there's the black food dye from the egg just oh falls God. onto the white whoa, whoa, night whoa. piece. There is no black food dye. Sorry, the it's black part sense. of this egg falls onto the white chest piece on his shirt. Yes, staining it, it is a black. Century egg. They're made that way with the pH <laughs> and the oxidization, not food dye. The only food dye used was to turn the white chocolate ganache red. <laughs> Fucking get it together. Do your research. Are you going to take away? <laughs> if you don't watch, you're going to have to do an end of session to this. <laughs> Are you going to take influence away from another character? Um. Yeah, I'm like, who even has influence over me? Me, I, I do. I also have influence over you. Um... <laughs> Muse. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, no, no, no. You, we still have dirt on each other. Soul, you have nothing. Mm. Oh, damn. Nothing. Oh. That's fine, Ooh. but uh, I apparently had two influence over you, so that just takes me down no, to one. I don't. Okay. No, I don't, I don't think, think that's how it works. Is that not really how it works? No, I think it's like you have influence or you don't. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then yeah. I have zero then. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, you have nothing. You have nothing. Wow. You know what? That's valid. I accept. Uh, how about for how about for Titan? Second verse, same as the first. He grows away from the team. Yeah. How many times can you grow away from a team? I mean, forever. <laughs> Until you have nothing. <laughs> Why do you feel detached? Um. I don't feel adequate or comparable to the the people on the team. It's not his world. He doesn't belong in it. No matter how how hard he tried to be part of it, right? He doesn't belong to. He doesn't belong in it. Yeah. Okay. So take influence away from someone who has influence over you. Um. The only people I know that have influence over me is parents and burnout. Oh, none of the. Uh... Nope. Because the one that when Soul had it at the very at the very beginning of Forge of Fortitude, but that was taken away quickly, and I think White Knight also had it at some point, but that was taken away at some yeah, point. Yeah, I think as I well. lost that last session. Yeah. Oh, is this the point where burnout stops having influence over you? I don't know if a, an adult can do that, but is that possibility bit? I mean, sure, if you want to. It says a character. Do you want to? Yeah. Ooh. Oh. No longer has influence over <gasps> Out of everyone, I never expected Titan to have the supervillain or noon story. Wow. Dun, dun, dun. And that's where this comes to an end. 
And I think, I think for the year, I think, I think the way this is going to work out, I think that's where the story ends for this calendar year. Happy New Year, everybody. (laughs) This episode of Delinquent Comics starred Ashton Lorel as Soul, Justin Allen as Titan, Connor Castile as White Knight, Sean Delp as Muse, and Ben Wallace as the Game Master. Masks, A New Generation, is the award-winning tabletop role-playing game by Brendan Conway and published by Magpie Games. This episode featured the songs Tension is Rising and Interstellar Export, both by The Insider, and can be found on the album All's Fair in Love of Wax. It also featured the song Nasaruk and Panaruk by R.E.W., and can be found on the album Tephra. It also featured the songs Head Phonetic, Nebulous Notions, Time Flux, City Lights at Night, Obscure Terrain, Accelerated Lifestyle, and The Robot is Dreaming, all by Revolution Void, and can be found on the albums Increase the Dosage, Thread Soul, and The Politics of Desire. This episode was edited and produced by Ben Wallace and me, Sean Delp. Ah! Ah! What is it, honey? It's that darn ghost again. He just won't leave us alone. I guess we're just going to have to move. No, wait. Don't worry. We're not moving. He is. Who are you going to call? Blockbusters. Actually, we know nothing about catching ghosts other than what we saw in that old cartoon. But if you want a podcast where we talk about film, TV, random tangents that leave you wondering what the hell was that all about, and the occasional nugget of wisdom, then we're the ones for you. And if you act now, you can listen to our entire back catalogue for free. Did you say free? Yes, I did. So go now to your nearest podcatching device, shake off the ectoplasm, and download us today. Warning, listening to blockbusters can lead to stomach cramps from laughing, headaches from attempting to remember what tangent they went on this time, and a worn-out section of your device's screen slash keyboard as you smash the replay button over and over until the next episode arrives. It's your blockbusters episode last longer than four hours. Tell your doctor so he can listen as well.